0: Welcome to The Tilted Halo. This is a new podcast, and it's for anybody who's a woman in ministry. You might be a pastor like myself, a bishop, a priest, a rabbi, music minister, elder, children's minister, whatever your title is, you're absolutely in the right place, especially if you're someone who loves your ministry and you're doing it well and you're feeling pressure to sometimes be perfect and deep down inside you know you're not, and how in the world to deal with that. And men, you're absolutely welcome here too, because this is about ministry, and the same thing can happen to you. So you're all in the right place. Let's get started with the show. Like it or not, faith communities are full of people who have different opinions. And that means that sometimes there are disagreements that turn into conflicts. And it's very... Important that as faith leaders, we do our best to stay out of the middle of those things and not take sides. Now, this is not going to mean that you don't have a view and some, maybe even some very strong feelings about one side or the other. But taking sides on something when it's between members and it's not, uh, and especially if it's not an issue about biblical interpretation or something like that, it's, it's really important how we address those things. Let me give you an example. In a congregation I served with my husband, there became a serious issue that we had to face, uh, that the congregation had to face. Um, a member of the congregation filed a lawsuit against the congregation and a widow over where her husband is buried in the church cemetery. And I brought this up in a previous previous episode here, but the former pastor had been very close to um, some factions or parts of the congregation who were of the that the deceased should be moved, uh, because they favored the position of the plaintiff, who was a member of the congregation, uh, about where this other person was buried. And when the issue got to the point where the lawsuit was filed, it went to arbitration. That's fine. It was not binding arbitration. But the former pastor, Sat for a deposition in favor of the plaintiff, and there had been a um, kind of a survey or uh, material that had been sent around into the congregation to get people to sign up and say we, you know, we want the body moved and things like that. Only it didn't represent quite all of the facts in the case, and it didn't. Uh, uh, go to everyone. It went to those who, um, the people who started this uh, believed would sign it, but not to everyone. And so between that and the former pastor sitting in a deposition for the plaintiff, that was threatening to really split the congregation. And then there was my husband and myself trying to work with the church board, uh, to and the cemetery committee to figure out well what really should they do, and what the the arbitration favored the the congregation view of let the deceased remain where he was laying, uh, and that did not sit well with the plaintiff, so pushed for a trial. <clears throat> and the whole idea of the f- former pastor sitting for a deposition, because it really, it wasn't about him per se. He was not a part of the lawsuit until he sat for the deposition, until he put himself in a position of favoring one side or the other. And my husband and I did our very best to try and look at both sides of the issue as to what the cemetery bylaws said, uh, what the few views were of uh, a group within the congregation about yes, should be moved, about the person who was bringing the lawsuit and his views and feelings about uh, this deceased person being buried in what he believed was his family plot, and in spite of changes and things in the, uh, the cemetery bylaws that said there are no plots, um, <clears throat> so in spite of all of these differences and changes, we had to be there to guide the church board to try and figure out how to respond but as well be able to try and minister to all of the people of the congregation and uh, both those who favored the plaintiff and those who favored letting the deceased rest in peace and favored the widow and her family. <laughs> so it was, it was a delicate walk. Um, and yes, we had our our own views about the issue, but we were not going to be proclaiming them from the pulpit. Um, We were going to be proclaiming, and what we did proclaim was um, about grace, about forgiveness, about uh, trying to understand one another and love each other through the midst of differences. And that's tiresome, (laughs) Well, it's exhausting, let me put it that way, rather than tiresome. It gets difficult because there were people who really didn't want us to visit. There were things that were going on with the plaintiff in the case, uh, including uh, some heart issues that we were never informed about except second or third hand some months later. And we would have gladly gone to... To see him and to be there and be supportive of him, even though we, you know, were not there to support his side of the story any more than to support the widow and her side of the story. It was a question of how do we as a faith community stand together, love each other, and come to a resolution on this issue? And we didn't make the decision, uh, and we did not sit for a deposition on either side of the issue. Uh, It was, I had some of the cemetery records and the older ones and dug through that to see what what the plaintiff was saying was indeed true. And if it was, yes, that would have meant that that was something that had been assigned to his family and needed to be honored. That was not the case. Uh, And there had been other changes in the bylaws over the years that he did not seem to recognize or um, accept, perhaps. And there were things about how the cemetery committee did things that needed to be addressed, too, that they had not been as perhaps open and as... um, Uh, specific about some things as they could have been over the years to make sure that everyone in uh, the congregation who had some ties to the cemetery or had some beliefs that there might be a family plot, got all of the information over the years. And this is something that stretched back um, like 50 plus years before the, the The deceased died and was buried, as some of the understandings that the plaintiff had about the cemetery and what was what and how things were going. So it became a very delicate balance to say, we're here for both sides of this issue. Um, There... The way to walk through this is to listen to each other, to be caring and concerned about each other, to understand that there's pain on both sides. I mean, there was pain for this widow to think that she might have to have her husband's body exhumed and reburied somewhere else. Um, There was pain for Uh, her extended family, there was pain for uh, the plaintiff's family and people who knew him and were related to him. So it wasn't that it was a one-sided issue where one side was totally innocent and the other was the one totally a victim. That wasn't the situation, Um, at least as we saw it. There was pain and issues and tensions on both sides. And that's typically what happens in a conflict and a dispute and an argument. That there's there are points of, of strength and issues to be looked at on both sides of the argument, both sides of the conflict. And we need to be honest about those and raise those up and say, okay, this is what is. These are, if there's, Uh, specific data that we can bring out that needs to be brought out and put forward as well so that people understand that data that's there and can see it and understand that. And that's important too. And how we treat both sides is going to be really critical in the issue. But the result is that there were people because of that issue who probably forever saw myself and my husband as um, supportive of the congregation's viewpoint just because we didn't come out and say that we were supportive of the other one. And that's something that you'll never be able to undo uh, or may never be able to undo Because of how people perceive things. But it's really important for us to be as unbiased as possible, to bring out the positive and the points and the strengths on both sides. And part of that, as the situation continued, excuse me, um, through it. It took six years, by the way, to resolve this, at least legally. Um, And through all of this, there came a point where there were members who felt that the plaintiff and people who supported him were becoming so difficult that they wanted to exercise a clause in the church constitution about removing them from the congregation, And that would have only added fuel to the fire. That would not have, uh, that would most certainly have split things and caused a bigger rift and a bigger problem. And yes, things were difficult at times and people said things and um, were not always kind about it. And that's unfortunate. And that happened somewhat on both sides of the issue. But You know, kicking people out um, at that point would not have been helpful in the least. And so we had to pull the church board and those people back and say, no, that is not going to be a a useful thing to do at this point in time, and hopefully not ever. Uh, So... Yes, it took six years to come to a legal resolution of that, but I know that that pain of that situation and everything will live on in that congregation, in the history of that congregation. But hopefully in the midst of that, they also learn to carry some of the lessons learned from that and how better to treat each other and some of the things for the cemetery committee to learn about um, better practices so that everybody knows changes, uh, instead of just putting it out in newsletters and, and things like that to make sure that those, it, that information is sent specifically to the people who are involved so that everybody gets that information and they can verify that. Uh, And that would be something to fall back on. Yes, that might be more expensive and it takes some work. But those are ways to help avoid problems in the future. So think about that next time there's a conflict. How can you be supportive of people on both sides? How can you, um, knowing that you will have a viewpoint on something, Still, if you're as a leader in the congregation, lead the whole group and talk about what's how to be together as a family of faith, how to work together and work out this situation as a family of faith so that everybody feels heard, everybody feels acknowledged, everybody feels like their issues are taken into account and taken seriously. And that hopefully, hopefully, the desire is that come to a conclusion where everybody will seem to win. And in the end with all of this, um, there was arranged so that there was still space and what this plaintiff dis- described as his family plot, for him and his wife to be buried so that they could be there with other family members, which was part of the issue, uh, so that they could be with their family in the church cemetery. And um, so that was arranged and worked out a way to make sure that that would happen. And that hopefully has helped to settle some of that. So try to find a way so that everybody wins. Uh, at least something in the process and is acknowledged in that. And that's going to take some delicate balancing for you as a faith leader to walk through that and to be there for everyone who's in the midst of this, uh, to have as many open conversations for with everybody invited as possible um, so that they all get to hear at one time what's going on and what's known uh and but if there's a lawsuit that's filed then there has to be protected conversation for the sake of the plaintiffs and the defendants so for their positions so it's it gets to be um uh a real challenge as a faith leader but it is possible to be there for everybody and to be there uh, and work together with everyone in the situation. So go forward and look to how can you best minister and be there to share the pain and look forward for a solution that can work for everyone. So that's, the message today from the Tilted Halo. Uh, Take care and God's peace and blessings until we meet again. You have been listening to Tilted Halo with me, Kathleen Panning. What did you think about this episode? I'd really like to hear from you. Leave me some comments. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this episode. And catch another upcoming episode for more conversation on ministry, life, mindset, and a whole lot more. Go to www.tiltedhalohelp.com where I've got a resource guide and other resources waiting for you. And be sure to say hi to me, Kathleen Panning on LinkedIn. See you on the next episode.